Pass is complete. Hudson into the end zone. Touchdown Cincinnati right out of the gates. A lot of self-inflicted stuff happened out there today. You know, we get a drive going, penalty moves us back. We get another drive going, penalty moves us back. You know, we get a holding call. Um, a lot of that stuff. Shoot, the, the, the punt, you know, you know, Amir runs into, I mean, uh, <laughs> I say in that situation, like, geez, Louise, you know, stuff like that. Um, it, was, it was a wild game. Uh, a lot of self-inflicted stuff that we got to get cleaned up uh, going forward. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Oh, Shane Steichen, Indianapolis Colts head coach. That's the first time I think I've ever heard Steichen like speak in semi-long form. I'm really happy I got the chance to. Got a Jeez Louise in there. Like Jeez Louise. Like the, oh, geez Louise. <laughs> like, I don't think great. I've heard. Who was the last person in your life? It doesn't have to be specific. It could be like a teacher or something. Who was the last person in your life that you heard person actually used geez louise in a sentence so when i was in uh when i was in like third fourth grade uh at school a friend of mine uh ben and i won't be able to think of his last name used to say geez louise and i always remember being like isn't that something like old people say and i remember like we were in third and fourth grade so like i didn't i didn't have like the, the life experience to know that how weird that was and i was like we were for like a 10 year old to say geez louise I, and it, as he's saying that it's also like what's the, like what's the best thing to say instead of swearing like geez louise like i just gosh I, I used darn to it I, like, is a popular we, one we, right we, i think for people that we, don't we, swear yes. say like gosh darn it and we both worked in television for a while and uh a lot of swearing happens in television like in the control rooms and it's like just uh it's definitely a hotbed for a very, very naughty language. And I had uh, a friend of mine who's like a like a senior producer, whatever. He's got some higher up title still. And uh, he used to always, when he was producing Sports Center, he used to always say so. Like something would go wrong, or like a high, like a piece of video wouldn't fire or something, and he would just be like, "God bless America." It's like always what he would say, and I would always think that was so funny because then, like at the same time on ESPN News, there's some like terrible producer, and they're just like f bombing the bejesus out of everybody. And then here's like Sports Center. It's like God bless America. It's like okay, it's like just you know, people. Uh, it's what we were talking about in the first segment. People deal with stress in very different ways. Some are able to kind of at least control themselves a little bit, and there is really like almost no environment as stressful in like our line of work than a, a control room during a television show it can be a very stressful place. And I, I could just say, listen, man, in, in some of my younger years, I would let that frustration in those live situations get the best of me. Now it's like as you get older, you you uh hashtag you mature or mature a little bit and right. uh and maybe like the f-bombs turn into a uh, geez louise or as guy fieri would say on diners drives ins and dives shut the front door which always shut makes me laugh door. every time every time he yeah. does it i'm like why is this so funny like i know it's coming like why does it make me laugh every time and why maybe is that's the front why door he makes open? 30 million dollars a is year it really yeah. hot outside yeah like, whose front door is open like? is i live right, in, exactly. i live in new york my front door is always closed oh always yeah, always close should we um yeah. should we bring geez louise back i mean we can how how do you want to use do you want to just use in in passing just various points in the show we'll just figure out some spots to to geez louise it or like how about this like i waited all week to get a three minus ten with the lions bet it on sunday geez louise they lose by 15 or like Dak plays really well at the same time. Brock Purdy throws five screen pass touchdowns. Jeez Louise, 
Can't beat this guy. Can I catch a break here? Can I catch a break here? Yeah. God almighty. He's and all the least. people that are touting Brock Purdy for MVP, shut the front door. Shut the front close, door, please. Cl close that oh, baby. God. Anyway. Anyway, uh, CBS, <laughs> CBS courtesy, yeah, I mean, I mean, and how about this, the Cowboys bill? I mean, just like insane. Uh, CBS courtesy of the call, Colts head coach Shane Steichen postgame. As, um, man, like, I, how about this? Love Indy all week, goes to three, think I made a great bet. Jeez Louise, they get blown out by Cincinnati on, on the road. Uh, Jake, bring the music back up here, please. And now let's talk about the Colts and the Steelers coming up on Sunday. So for people that missed it, and you might have because it happened like a little earlier today. Um, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin, and obviously they last played on Thursday and lost at home in embarrassing fashion. They got zapped by Bailey and the Patriots, uh, losing that game at home and putting the Steelers to a perilous spot now at 7-6. and six. Kenny, Kenny Pickett, not a huge surprise, but ruled out for this game officially. Um, and there was some drama, and I do Pittsburgh radio every Thursday on uh, the Odyssey station in Pittsburgh. And so I follow a lot of like people that do content in Pittsburgh. And there was some thought that maybe he would go to Mason Rudolph and like and bench Trubisky for this game. Uh, that is not the case. Mike Tomlin, notoriously loyal. Um, exhibit A would be sticking with Matt Canada way past Canada's expiration date, right, as offensive coordinator. But so Trubisky will start this game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We don't know the status of Pittsburgh's top two pass rushers, both in concussion protocol with TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. That will obviously play, like, I think a big role in, like, what this points spread ends up being coming up on Saturday. So the Steelers coming off the loss on Thursday to the Patriots. The Colts get demolished. Hashtag G's Louise in Cincinnati against the Bengals. Can the betting market here... Indy, yeah. in between a two-and-a-half and a, a three-point home favorite. The total is 42. Shane Steichen overs in a climate-controlled environment. What do you think here? Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Colts and Steelers in the hotly anticipated 1994 AFC Championship game rematch. Shout-out to Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, right? Yeah. And uh, Neil O'Donnell, was he the Steelers quarterback in that game? And we Who also could have brought up, this is the, like, yeah, 100% Neil O'Donnell. The Jerome yeah. Bettis fumble. Like Nick Harper sure. with with the uh, getting tackled by Ben Roethlisberger and then Mike Vanderjack yes. missing the like that the most hilarious missed field goal of all. There was never a bigger like lock. I guess when Matt Amendola lined up to make that game winning kick a couple weeks ago against right. Jacksonville, you knew that was gonna miss. Vanderjack was never making that kick in a million years and missed it like by like three miles against the Steelers in that game. Yeah. Just, just shout out shout out to us for being alive like thirty years ago and watching that game as kids. Uh this is this is another interesting betting market because I think I I'm trying to figure out like did we get what we wanted on the total? We talked about this on Friday uh, when the Steelers played the Patriots, and I was like, man, if the Cincinnati game has some inclement weather involved, that's where obviously where the Colts were yesterday, and we know that the Steelers had an abysmal offensive game against the Patriots. Like maybe we get the conditions to play in over here. It didn't really work that way in terms of the Bengals Colts game at least. Uh, Jake, Brad Jake Browning certainly didn't have any difficulty in the second half of that game, scoring a lot of points. But I, I still look at this and I go, yeah, like 42. And 42 is, you know, I guess like high by 2023 standards in terms of a total. Like we've had a lot of high 30s. We've had a lot of 40s and 41s. Like it's not a low number, um, but it does look really appealing because as much as I think Trubisky stinks and I think that team's brutal, and as much as they may have like a ton of injuries, it'd be an interesting injury report for both teams going into the game. Uh, as much as I think that, there's such a big difference in outdoors against Belichick on a short week. 
um, this mastermind who kind of who probably can look at like an hour of tape on Trubisky and be like, well, we're going to win this game. Here's how we do it. And uh, and there's a big difference between that and like the Colts who couldn't stop anybody if they tried. And so, like, I, I think it's actually likely Trubisky will have much more success. Now, I, I'm not saying the Steelers will win. I'm just saying, like, I think the offensive output from both teams could be pretty good because on the Steelers, on the, the Colts offense versus Steelers defense side. Like, who, who is playing in this game? <laughs> like, that would be an interesting question. Like, TJ Watt is, like, the first note that you would have written down. We, we don't have to talk about, like, the ridiculous, like, gets a concussion, plays with a visor, and then, like, afterwards they're like, oh, actually, he had a – yeah, you think? You think he had a concussion? Um, I, I wear a visor all the time when I don't have a concussion. So, like, it just seems like scoring conditions are way good here. Now, the market's not crazy low, but my first thought is, like, I really like the over in the game. I really like the over in a game with Mitch Trubisky. What could go wrong? Uh, and the side, like, two and a half, three, is, like, about what I would have thought and does not really make me want to bet on anything from a, a spread standpoint. You know, I had a, a period in my life, like, basically, like, uh, right when I was graduating high school and then, like, being a freshman in college, where I had, like, an Abercrombie and Fitch phase, and I, like, had, like, frosted oh, tips and a puka shell necklace, and I, and I, and I wore it. a lot of orange, a lot of orange. And I had a uh, I had a Nike visor that I used to wear with like my hair spiked with the with the frosted tips. And I gotta tell you, man, I I thought I was really cool. And geez, Louise, I was not. <laughs> but I did have I had a visor phase back in the day. Sure. Um, I I love that. And you can I think people can tell sometimes the way that I kind of introduce a game. Uh, I like the overall. So it's like okay, it's gonna be yeah. this. We talked about and, this on uh, Friday. Yeah. yeah. If um, if Watt and Highsmith both don't play, I don't know. It's just like this is like the ultimate like Mike like Mike Tomlin rally the troops game. Like without both your pass rushers, two straight losses to inferior competition. Now everyone thinks you're gonna lose, and this is a game where they think like Tomlin always finds a way to win games like these. So I I don't know what I want to do with the side here. I think it's probably Ken right. Like let's see what happens with injury stuff, and then kind of like make a decision later in the week. Or is it you know let's say that um let's say Watt plays and Highsmith doesn't. That's probably enough to get this off three, would you say? Like, maybe it's Indy two and a half. And then is it just, like, tease the Steelers up and, like, feel good about it? And, like, tease them up, like, knowing Watt's playing, too. So, you know, you tease them up, like, knowing, knowing that, like, the guy who, and I'm sure people probably know this on some level, but much like with Lane Johnson and the Eagles, like, the splits when TJ Watt plays for the Steelers and when he doesn't from, like, a win-loss and a, even, like, a point output standpoint, like, point differential standpoint, it's, like, absolutely outrageous. Like, they just, they don't win when he misses the game. They just don't win. And so his injury is, like, a pretty big factor in terms of who you're going to want to bet to win the game, I think. I totally agree with you. I just, uh, in terms of, so, like, we, we get to talk about these games on Monday, obviously, which means we don't have the injury reports yet. There's a lot of market movement and most of the games still to come. Sometimes we think we know what it's going to be. Sometimes we're surprised by what happens is if the goal is only to get the best of the number. It has nothing to do with football, nothing to do with strategy or what you think is going to happen in the game. Nothing to do with that. Like there's a lot of two and a half still on the board with the Colts. Is it is the risk reward play here? If it, if the goal is just to get the best of the number is to bet Indianapolis with the idea that if whatever misses, you're in way good. And you probably win the game too, probably. But you're in way good. Probably goes to three, at least holds there. More guys miss, it goes higher than that. And if Watt plays, have you really lost? Maybe it closes one or like one and a half. Like you've lost nothing by making that. You're basically in at the same price that you were before. One and two, obviously not very key numbers. Like, is it worth trying to get the three now? Like, I just, and I, I say, like, if you're trying to do that, people might be like, 
Was well, that what you guys are trying to do? Like everybody that listens to us isn't trying to do the same thing. People that listen might be like, oh, I want to make bets now and get closing line value because I think that's fun. That's their cup of tea. You might listen to be like, I just want to know who's going to win the game. <laughs> that's like how most people are. I think like, tell me who's going to win. Here's my money. Like, what should I put it on? Then you don't then like, honestly, like Monday isn't for you from a betting standpoint. Listen to the talk of the game. We're talking about the games, but like actually placing the bets that'll come later in the week. If it's like a price conversation or how the bet, how the market's going to improve. Two and a half Indian. It's tough to argue with two and a half Indianapolis because it's just it's the risk reward of it. You either get three when Watt misses or you've lost nothing. You've lost a half point on a not key number. So I think like that's the bet with that in mind. But none of that is kind of like the football conversation that we tend to have in a lot of the games. The football conversation. So anything. Do you want to do anything here? Do you want to like bet the over now or is this like we'll have the We'll talk later in the week about what to do. Well, it's an interesting question, right? Because if we bet over 42 and 42, like the board's painted 42 in the game, every book dealing the same number. Uh, again, like, is it risk reward here? Like if they if those guys miss. I mean, like 43 44. and a half, 44. Four, yeah, like I think I probably just, 44, right? They're just they're just so damn impactful and what especially. And if they play maybe there's organic interest in the over anyway or just stays the same total like again like maybe you don't risk it yeah maybe it's maybe i do have to bet over 42 today just in case honestly just in case the injury reports like, where start would to it get go worse down worse. to it would go to like it would it wouldn't go to like 40 and a half if like both watt and highsmith played right it would go to 41 if anything. i don't i don't know how a colts indoor game can close 40 and a half against any team i don't know how that's possible like I don't, watt can play jj watt could come out of retirement and play opposite him i still think the total should be higher than that like it is it, it just doesn't matter so yeah maybe it is maybe you, you risk losing the number later in the week um when more people become involved and we know more about injuries yeah it might be like get the get the best of the number to play here. We'll see how either of these age would be would be to bet the Colts under three, which I kind of explained already. And then I do I like the like price and conception of the game. I like the over in the game. What's your uh, your all time biggest fashion faux pas? Faux pas. Uh, let's see. Well, when I was like uh, my brother's four and a half years older than I am, so he like four when I was like. Four and a half. Uh, when I was like eight, nine, he was a teenager. And that was like Nirvana was huge. Grunge was like a really big deal. And I used to like, everybody who has an older brother can understand this, like used to like idolize like he would wear cool stuff. He had long hair, like he had all this stuff. And I had like a couple like flannel shirts trying to be <laughs> like him, I think. And I mean, and like not like the good ones, like the ones where it's like, Oh, you're like trying to be like everyone else. Like, yeah, grunge. Am I right? <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah, Cobain. And uh, yeah, not and not only did I look probably really stupid and didn't have long hair and I was like the preppiest person wearing the shirt. Also had no idea what the music was about or like what was going on with the movement because I was eight. <laughs> so it was just like really a loser on all counts. That was really great. I was like, oh, I was listening to Rage Against the Machine recently. Hashtag while I was working out. Humble brag. Mm. And it's like when I was a kid, like like 13, 14, 15, 15 listening to Rage, I was like, oh, angry teenage. I was like, wow, like I love this music. It's all really great. And now I listen to it and I'm like, wow, like these guys really hate America. <laughs> I just had like no clue that that's what, what are these songs about. Like, wow, they hate the police. <laughs> Like, yeah. I had no idea they're when I was 14 with their, with their, I was just like, yeah. just like, just like very into like, oh, they're angry and so am I. I absolutely love this. On the other side, Saturday night football, a pretty good one with the Lions and the Broncos. We'll break it down.